Welcome, welcome everybody. Been a while. And we're back in the year's recap, part one. Usual hosts, Barry Watkins and Carlos Checo. So fellas, it's been a while. Welcome back. Hope you guys have been yeah, doing right. well. Yes. Yeah, trying to survive COVID, right? Ah, yes, yes, and in a perfect, perfect uh, segue, Barry, uh, COVID. Now, last week, we did a, a podcast, it's now been a few months, or a little more than a few months. We, uh, yeah. the vaccines had just, were just announced, released. Uh, there was a mass, um, uh, massive line to kind of get, get the vaccines done. Uh, uh, yeah. Waits everywhere, but now here we are, December 2021. Based on the new year, and now you know we're here in, in a stage, especially in the U.S., where I think I, I just saw on uh, uh, NJ.com it would be in Jersey we topped twenty thousand cases, uh, positive cases, wow. which is record breaking. Wow. Now, grain of salt. How many deaths? Sorry, go ahead. Do you know how many deaths? I I didn't read it thoroughly. I just read the uh, the top half. I, just, I was curious about the actual number of cases because that's that's kind of our record so far. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now, obviously, record is because you know, like when the when the pandemic first started, there wasn't many um many tests available at all, yep. right? So that's now there's more absolutely. tests available, more at home tests available. So yeah, the numbers so are probably more testing higher. is being done. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which, which is a good thing. People want to. People should get tested. People should, you know, uh, know what their symptoms yeah. are and, and be proactive, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I guess first, um, Carlos, I know you touched on this briefly in our in our chat the other day. You mentioned something about COVID fatigue. Uh, why don't you kind of kick off and kind of start off with that a little bit? Like, how real is it? Is it real? Like, what are people seeing? What's what's the fatigue now? Almost two years into this. I mean, it's been almost two years now. I, I yeah. think people just uh, kind of had enough. Um, and recently, uh, even, you know, like your your close friends that you mentioned and yeah. some of my family members, they're like uh, opening up and, you know, kind of ignoring the situation around them, the pandemic, they're taking out, taking risks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like last week, like four or five of my relatives got infected and, uh, but you know, what's interesting is that they were totally fine with it. They were like, uh, they just didn't care anymore. Um, So I I think that's what ultimately is COVID fatigue and, um, you know, it's... So I have a quick question for you. When you say they was fine with it, it was fine with it because they didn't end up in the hospital. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the the other thing is they, at least two of them that I know of, they knew in in advance that this new variant is a little weaker, I guess. Yeah. Less yeah. severe. So they were like, you know, F it. I'm just going to go out there if I get it. Well, the worst it could be is maybe like a, a fever or kind of, kind of like a cold. Yeah. yeah. And then fortunately, yeah. fortunately, that's what it ended up being. So, um, right. you know, they, they just took the chance and they said if, 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 
if I'm destined to get COVID, maybe now's the right time. Now that it's a weaker yeah. variant, let's just get it now. <laughs> so, right, yeah. which which I think I'm, which is fair. I'm hiding from yeah. it, you know. The, so the right, 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 right. so the only I guess counter argument you can make towards that, and, and I guess we, we won't know for a long time, is that any type of COVID, you know, be it Delta, the Alpha, the Omicron, the initial one, like what's the long term? effect of it, right? Those are now still unknown and won't be known for 5, 10, 15 plus years from now. I mean, hopefully it's, it's, it's not anything major or n- uh, nothing at all. It's just something that kind of just passes by and, you know, um, but, but Barry, yeah, so what's, what's I, I, your, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I got a comment on that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got a comment on that. So one thing that I, I've heard about, so I got two comments. One, one thing about the long-term lasting effects. So I heard that, you know, after you've recovered from COVID, um, there are some long, there's some potential long-term lasting effects. Maybe eight months after you initially had COVID and recovered from it, you still have some side effects that may lag, linger on in your body for like eight months. Don't know the extent of that, but that's what I heard. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that as well. Yeah, I've heard that before. You, you know, yeah, okay. And then the second thing is that I want to mention is you know, people taking risk out here, right? Whether it be Carlos family or anyone else, right? They're taking risks out here because they're just tired of this whole mass and tired of just dealing with being a of COVID, coming down with COVID. But the thing that they need to hold on to and consider is, it's not necessary that you're going to get Omicron. You could end up getting Delta, for example. Yeah. I know a guy yeah. who came down with Delta, right? I mean... Good thing he was, you know, you know, he had both shots, and and uh, he was about to get the booster until this came came about. Now I'm I'm assuming I don't know I'm not a doctor, but I'm assuming that his case would have been a lot worse had he not already had the vaccination, right? Two shots. Yeah. So people gotta be mindful that you know, yeah, there's a possibility, a stronger possibility, you can come down with Omicron, but the other sort of um, things out there like Delta and Alpha and stuff like that as well. So. Yeah, I think so um, you may come down with Omicron, but the other ones are still out there and active. That's, that's I, the point I'm trying to make. I think in the last two, I think last three weeks in the U.S., the cases went from under 15% Omicron to now over 70% major of the majority mm-hmm. of the COVID cases. So it's kind of it's kind of like pushing Delta out, but you're right; it can still be either one, depending on like, you know a various, various amount of different factors, but it can be any. Uh, type of yeah. of uh, COVID, um, right. and you know one thing, Barry, you probably know this as also. You know, it, right now schools are, are a hot zone um, for for COVID and, and Omicron and whatnot. Um, you know, we can do as much as, much as, we, as we can. You know, f- you know, for our kids and and be protective and uh, for us to like, not you know venture out too much. But you know, we can't. Um, with the kids, like, how are you going to tell, tell the kids not to go to school, right? It's not, not going to happen. It's not possible or feasible, right? Remote learning, I mean, yeah, it, it worked kind of um, last year a little bit. I mean, I don't see them really bringing that back in, in a full-time role this year. Or, well, or some places year. have brought it back, right? Not a lot, but a few places they bring it back, right? Yeah. Um, some universities have brought it back as well. Yeah. It's on a, you know, it's on a case-by-case basis, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but one thing about the schools that you did mention, um, you know, it really depends on the school system itself, right? Because some school system 
required every student has a mask on, right? That's a required. Oh, right. Yeah. Some schools are, yeah. are a little bit lax, and it really depends on the age of the kids as well, right? Yeah. Smaller kids is going to be a little bit more challenging, right? Yeah, I know. Older kids, you know, yeah. you hope they behave themselves. I mean, i give you an example. Some kids, you know, even bigger kids, they think it's more of a joke, right? So they go around pulling up one of those masks and stuff like that and say, okay, you now you got, you know, you COVID, you know. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a joke. It's not fun, right? But that's what kids are kids, right? Yeah. And they do things not knowing any better, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, um, you know, uh, but you're right. The, the younger aged kids, you know, uh, as far as far as I know, like, like where, where my son goes, you know, they require a mask for the students at all times. Yeah. Yeah. O- the only time is when they're eating food in a cafeteria with other kids from other classes, right? Yeah. And that's where you have the most exposure. Where everybody's eating food, yeah. right? They're, they're either sneezing or coughing or, or laughing or joking or yelling, screaming, right? All those things that that is what COVID is you know, when it goes out into the air, right? It replicates and it... And it Catches on, and that's and that's um, um, a major source of, of getting it right there. Right. One of my uh, one of my cousins that got infected with COVID. She's actually a, a teacher in the mm-hmm. board of ed, okay. and she she actually caught it at the school. Mm. Right. Um, and the first thing that made me think about was all these mandates that the mayor here uh, put in place mm-hmm. I'm like look at this he, he did all of these mandates yeah he forced all of these city workers and board of bed employees out of their jobs and look it's like uh, this is just backfiring right so I, I I thought like back when you know before the vaccines were available we had uh, the mass mandates that was working yeah, and I was working. So it's like, why, why did he have to go to this extreme? You know, and thousands and thousands of people are left unemployed. They they didn't even offer them unemployment. Wow. Right. And, and, and right. You know, I know people directly that were affected by that. They're like, right. They're not making a living. So it's like, look at look at this. This is like, bam, right there in your face. It's like you didn't have to do that. So. Yeah, so, I mean, his, that's the thing. That's, that's, I'm glad you brought up that topic because it's, he's now pushed this to employers, right? So not just the city workers, but now private sector as well, right? It's impacted the private sector, right? So now companies will have to now force the employees to get these vaccinations, right, to get these shots to, to prove that they have vaccinated. If not, then they risk not having their job any longer, right? So the same thing that was applied to the city workers will be applied to private sector, right? Now, um, and I'm sorry, that's not really from him. That's that's on a federal level, I believe, right? Is that correct? That's on the federal level. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but 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 one thing that's interesting about that is like now you're an HR department, right? And you got to like check out everyone's vaccination card, right? And not just check out the card, but make sure it's legit, right? So you got to validate whether it's a legit card or not, because there's a lot of fake cards out there as well, right? Uh, but the point, another point to that real quickly is the fact that now people have to make a decision, right? The city workers have to make a decision, and now the private sector citizens have to make a decision. And that decision is, do I want my job, right? Do 
I'm going to continue working for this company I've been working at for X number of years, right? If I do, then I need to get vaccinated. If I don't, then I risk losing my job for this company I've worked for for many years. Yeah. And, so, and you I know, mean, uh, so the thing, the thing with that, okay, so what, what ground, like, what are they trying to prove here? Like, it's one thing if the vaccine costs money, right? If they were not free, it cost you a hundred bucks out of your own pocket. I get it, right? But what what is it that you're trying? What okay? You have flu vaccine here for I don't know fifty years maybe, right? In the U.S., people people get it, and people still get the vaccine and the flu vaccine, and they still get the flu. That's happened because there's different strains that come yeah, out every season, yeah. whatnot. Fine, okay. What is it that the people are trying to prove here? By not getting like, the the you know like was it oh you, oh big pharma is making making billions off of you guys yeah they're making billions billions off of anybody regardless what does you I, I, go ahead I'll answer that right people don't want that stuff in their system right so people say well, you know what I don't want that in my system right and you can't force me I have freedom right unfortunately as Carlos was mentioning unfortunately what happens with that is now. By me taking a stand, right, I end up losing my job now, right? And I'm unemployed, right? Um, people just don't they feel very strongly about, you know, stuff being pumped into the system, right? But, but that's the same thing as, as the flu vaccine, though, no? It's still pump, being it's pumped in. The flu, but it also goes back even further than that. It's the same thing as all these other requirements that you have to have before you can enter the school system as a kid, right? Yeah, so exactly. As a, as a, yeah. As a kid system, you have to have the polio shot and all right. these other shots, right? Right, right. Before you can enter the school system. Yeah. Nobody's complaining about that, right? You see? But people feel very strongly and very adamant about this vaccination, right? All these shots and stuff like that. Because people are now older and they can make their own decision, right? But as they're smaller, it's their parents who's making these decisions for them, right? And so, therefore, they want their child to be educated. So, therefore, I will go to the doctor and have to make sure my kids are up to date on all their shots, right? Yep. However, when they, those individuals now are adults and now are being told that you got to get this particular shot, they feel as though they have a right to say yes or no. So that's the difference. You know, one, we're talking about kids. Kids don't have much of a say in the situation, right? Because yeah. the parents want them to go, go to school and learn and, and be educated, right? Yeah. And now as adults, right now, we are adults and we're saying, well, wait a minute. You know, not me, but I'm just saying people in general saying, you know, I got a right. And I refuse to take this, right? And so the risk of doing that is being unemployed. Would you agree, Carlos? Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, this, so the, the I, I think the other thing that might be in, on people's minds is that as what Saquon mentioned earlier, uh, but with, you know, from his point of view, he's seeing the long-term effects of COVID there's people that I know that they're worried about the long-term effects of the vaccine, and that's why they're well, yeah. they're they're hesitating on it. And they're also seeing, you know, stuff out there on the media about people who have uh, side effects and bad reactions. I've seen I've seen stories of, of young kids that have uh, you know died suddenly from you know like uh, heart heart conditions right after getting the vaccine. So uh, all of those things are on people's minds, and well, I think that's why they're, so, why they're holding back. Um, so, so let's just say that, like, that as an example, like if those one of those kids had gotten COVID, 
I mean, the chances of them getting the same thing and, and maybe, you know, uh, passing away from it would have been, would have been the same if they had underlying conditions of, of a heart problem yeah. or, or whatnot or something, Probably. right? Probably. I think we, we may never know. Like, this thing is oh. just so uh, unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. I think right. so. Right. I think getting getting back to like okay, so fine. So you, you have person A who who doesn't want the vaccine. Fine. That same person A, but what are also probably against wearing a mask right now, or yeah. or not wanting the yeah. same. So you don't want to you don't want the vaccine. Don't get it. But then you're also the same person that, that doesn't believe in masks and is right. against mask mandate and don't want to wear one now. So right. like okay. So then, okay. So then, what, what do you? So for everybody else who who's okay, fine on the fence about getting vaccinated. At least they're doing their part in, in, in wearing a mask, and whatnot. You know, at times, but there's plenty of people out there who are who don't want to do both or are, or are not doing both right now, right? Right. So again, like it's become more of this this political thing, has it not? Since our, our last president and whatever he did with the whole like this whole mess in the beginning, it's become okay. Well, I'm from this party, and this party said not to do vaccine and not to do masks, so I'm siding with them, right? Other party, it's it's kind of become that line. If you, if you look at if you really, you know, if we had better numbers, maybe maybe you know we would have a better gauge of an idea, yeah. right? But yeah. I, I I'm not. I mean, I can. I would like to believe that there's a good a good number of whoever is not vaccinated or not, um, you know, a mask person, that they yeah. are either down the middle or kind of leaning towards the right, perhaps. So, do you uh, on that note, do you trust okay, the statistics? Do you trust the statistics? The, well, the I, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of making a wild guess. I would. I would like to, you know, think that, but I'm probably wrong anyway. I don't. Know. What do I know? <laughs> I, keep seeing, I keep seeing a lot of, you know, mentions of, uh, you know, the majority of people sick in the hospital dying are unvaccinated. I mean, yeah. where, where, where's the actual proof? Well, well. I mean, it's just well, but, well, stuff that I'm seeing on, on, on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. Right, right. But here's the thing. If you don't trust the information that's coming out on the media, right? about the people who are basically in the hospital or unvaccinated. You gotta look at it from another, here's another way of looking at it, right? So if you're an individual who don't believe in masks, you're an individual who don't believe in vaccination, right? Why would you take a flight to anywhere in the world, right? Why are you in a plane when you know the mandate for being on the plane is to have a mask on at all times, right? But instead, you wanna go on on a plane anyway, you put your mask on, but you know that once that plane takes off, you're gonna take it off. And you can become a problem for the airline, right? Yeah. You can be a problem for the people on the flight, right? Um, why even do that, right? So I'm saying, if you want us to respect, you want everyone to respect your rights and your freedom, then why are you going to go and jeopardize and put other people at risk, right? Yeah. That's, the, that's the one thing I just want to understand. Yeah. I believe you have the right as an individual, but I don't think you have the right to put other people at risk. Yeah. By doing things like that. I just, I just don't think you have that right to do that, yeah. right? What you believe in and what you believe in, that's you. Yeah. And, you know, I would respect that, right? But what I don't respect is for you now to put, like, for example, you know your child is sick, right? Going back to the point you was making, Saquon. 
you know your child is sick, right? But you got to go to work and you want to go to work, right? And you're not going to keep that kid at home. And you send that kid to, to school, right? Sick already. And you know the kid's sick. So now you're putting your kid at risk and everybody else's kid at risk, right? Yeah. Because you send a sick child to school, right? Yeah. That's not fair. Because yeah. we're supposed to respect you and your rights. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't think that's right. I think I think we're we're the only we're maybe the only or the first country in the world to impose a, a vaccine mandate. So other countries they're like holding off on it. Well, and they're all watching us, right? They're watching how we're reacting and we're divided right now, like vax versus anti-vax. But I would like to know. What's the percentage of the people on those countries who are already vaxxed compared to it's us? Very, very low. It's very low. So I mean, are we talking like European? I'm comparing or... mainly to Europe. So right. Europe. Okay. Europe, the vaccination rate I think is still under sixty percent. But I think like places like 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 um uh, like Dutch or me of uh, Holland and whatnot, Amsterdam. Like, they have also pretty strict guidelines around like sanitation and, and masks and still and whatnot. They're pretty um Yeah, but they they haven't gone to this extreme here, like in New York, with like forcing people out of their jobs and livelihood. Oh, yeah. Well I think New York is really on extreme, right? New York is an exception for the whole country, right? Oh yeah. I no really, other parts of the country is as strict as New York. I really don't like what's happening here. And then, then now they, they're bringing in uh, Eric Adams, and he has no plans to, to make any changes. So. Right. So New York, so at the end of the day, New York is really the financial Armstrong of the whole entire country, right? Right. So I think money has a lot to do with it as well, right? Sure. You can't have the financial markets crashing because of the fact there's no one there to do the work, right? You, you can't have a healthcare system crashing because, look, look at all these cancellations of airline flights, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's happening because there's no one there to do the work. Exactly. There's right. no one there to yeah. do the work, right? So your point is valid, but you gotta also say that, okay, so if people don't wanna get vaccinated, people don't wanna put a mask on and stuff like that, what's gonna happen to our economy at the end of the day, right? It's gonna, it's gonna crash. And it's slowly crashing. I mean, it won't get to the point because they're going to change the um, quarantine status from 10 days to 5 days now, right? Right, which I was trying to get to, too, because you just mentioned a good point, Barry. I think, to me, that that kind of thing is, is total trash. Like, that whole CDC, that new guideline. They only, only did it because yeah. what you just said. Definitely. They uh, need healthcare workers. Right, they need, they need healthcare workers back in working in hospitals and urgent yeah. cares, which are being... Overwhelmed, overwhelmed, yep. right? And and there's not enough staff there. There's just lines out the door, out the window, right? These same people who don't want to get vaccinated or don't want to wear masks are still waiting in line to get a test, right? Because you don't want to do the things that you're that you should be doing at least at the bare minimum, wear a freaking mask. But no, fine, go get checked up. Okay, good. But then again, there's a they're running short on on on, on it's a holiday season too, right? But no, what does what does the, the, the government do? Knowing that this is easily is, this is is uh, Omicron spread so easily, right? Yes, and yes, and it's it's not as 
as severe as the previous um, uh, COVID iterations, right? But yeah, so let's but let's still not no. Let's just still take that you know. Let's not keep ten days. But what's always been for now almost what two years now in March. But let's knock it down five days because we need people. We need people back on uh, boots on the ground so we can keep the healthcare system up and running because it makes money and it does fine. But like you said, Barry, it's, it's a money game. Keep the airline industry running as well, right? I mean, there's a lot of parts of the economy that need to be running. Yes, right. Well, true. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yes, yes. And 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 you know, I don't. I. It's just total. I don't know, man. Like, I, I guess you can say, you know, labor is needed, but it's labor yeah. versus safety now, right? You've always been ten days. Why would you now bring it down to five? Like, I don't. I don't know. It seemed a little like well, I mean, half-assed to me. They say, they, they say they're following the science. I don't know. You know, um, that's what they say. They're following the science, yeah. and they say there's a, you know, five days definitely is, uh, especially with this new strand, is adequate enough. You know, uh, um, yes. for this new strand. You know, so there's two points here. So Carlos is bringing to the point about New York, New York City, and you know how strict it's become in New York City. You know, that people are losing their jobs because of the fact, you know, they don't feel comfortable getting vaccinated, right? So because of that, people are losing their job. That's what, that's the point that Carlos is making. You know, you bring up a second point, which is about, you know, basically the CDC changing their quarantine status from 10 days to 5 days, right? Um, it's always been 10 days, so why are you all of a sudden you change it to 5 days, right? And I believe it's based upon this new strand. Um, uh, of Omicron, in which basically five days should be adequate enough for people to recover. The economy has to continue to move on, and if you haven't people out of work, and people losing counseling the fights against counsel on a regular basis, right? Regular basis throughout the country, right? Seattle has the highest number of cancellations in the world. Yeah. In the world, I mean, people get stranded at the airport, right? So people need to get back to work, right? So I believe it has a lot of financial. Um, I think they shortened it because they're seeing from, you know, the early data here that this is a weaker strain. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, I mean, yeah, let's, let's hope it, you know, it, it is, it is actually, it is that ideal. Hopefully it is definitely a weaker strain. It looks to be yeah, that it way. Is. It's trending that way. Right. Um, right. I've seen it personally uh, at home. Uh, its Symptoms were kind of mild, uh, but mm-hmm. with uh, the family here at home, so hopefully it, it right. stays that way. And um, uh, you know, just there's another another aspect here with with the COVID and and um, you know big pharma, you know making uh, lots of money off of this this stuff. And the other aspect here, here is, is you know, I think you know we touched about this in our previous podcast, which kind of goes back to, you know, our our own health, right? You know, we are, uh, you know, I guess our own CEOs of our own bodies, right? But what we put in is what we kind of get out of it. Yep. So, and and this, I'm leading, I'm gonna go with this is uh, this direction here is because. You know, you guys know that, you know, uh, in in towns where 
the income of the household are lower, there's more fast food places, right? Absolutely. And, and what does right? And what does what does uh, those you know fast food places do do to the body? Right? They're, they're a good they're a good quick snack, not quick, but they're a quick snack. But long term, you know, they, they cause issues within the body. Right, your immune system gets weakened when you eat fried food all the time in, in you know bad oils and and um, you know uh, calories with saturated fat and all like bad stuff and yeah. Yeah. I, I think you know like it, we also as a society need to kind of you know take take measures into our own hands a little bit and if if possible and kind of eat better food because I mean if you look at it right from a point of view okay our supermarket or our local farms which you know whichever we have more access to should be our our pharmacy in a way our pharmacy for for food meaning food should be our the food we choose should be our medicine the right food like you're eating instead of you eating you know uh, chips eating an apple apples gonna give you 10 times more beneficial aspects for your body right vitamin vitamins a2k you know all that kind of stuff right chips have zero nutritional value in it but again those things are on sale whereas whereas you know apple and vegetable are not and and you pay for health here and they cost a bit, they cost more they cost more money exactly you so so the average person like the three of us right okay look we we make okay we're not we're not millionaires here but for us to say that you know we we can try to afford uh you know better foods but it's but we don't know that it, the health better health is is for the wealthy right Barry? that's kind of really what it is right because the wealthier upper echelon can afford all these you know um, uh, high nutritional diets constantly and have these nutritional people around them giving them like athletes or whatnot and get all these you know stuff done but where is the mandate coming down from from the government though like wh- why do we still not like why do why is still this an issue even so many years later like the overall health of america well hold on one second before you continue with if you go back and you look at the number of people who are um you know, going into the hospitals, right? Yeah. Um, on ventilators and stuff like that. Even at the beginning, even at the height of COVID. Yeah. I would say a large percentage of those people who died and was buried in potter's field and stuff like that, uh, a large percentage of those people were not in the best shape, right? Yeah. They weren't healthy at all, right? Yeah. And I think the unhealthy Americans are the ones who are being hit the hardest with this COVID. Regardless of, regardless of which strand of COVID we're talking about, right? Yes. If you're unfit and you're unhealthy, you are the ones, unfortunately, being hit the hardest, I believe. Right. But, well, right, so that's what I'm, I, I'm trying to, like, where, where does, where is it that we're, our government should be leading the charge here, right? Be more like the European countries, where we, 
worth less, but we eat better. Eat, we eat real food. Well, right? well, well, wait a minute. Um, here's one thing. You know when, I don't think it was maybe Mayor Bloomberg, when he when he had that mandate and he asked them, he had to have the um, industry reduce the cup sizes for soft drinks, right? People oh, okay. were in that for with that, right? People uh, did they? Like, hey, how can you tell me how much soda I can have in my cup, right? <laughs> People were in the uproar with that. If you remember that, I'm not sure if you guys remember that, right? I, I don't. Do you, Carlos? It was either Bloomberg or the federal government. I think it was, it was Bloomberg in New York City who said, you know, they reduced the cup size. It went into smaller cup sizes, right? For soft well, drinks, right? It was, these big, yeah. it, it was, okay. That's what I thought. Right? And people was in the uproar over that, right? So I'm bringing that up to say, you know, you want the, the federal government to lead the charge here, right? But the local government tried to do something and people didn't like it, right? I mean, it was done. But it's going to be very, look, we can't even have the federal government mandate, you know, mask wearing, right? So how do you think, now you're going to talk about people, how much food they can eat? Or, uh, no, I can see people now being an uproar over that. I mean, it's, it makes sense. I agree with you. But I don't see that being something in which uh, will pass mustard, right? People will, not, people will be highly upset with that. I mean, are, are, they, are they that brainwashed? We're, uh, we're, we're too far... I think the country's too far deep into it, you know, with just uh, having all these unhealthy options, all these uh, yeah. restaurants. Yeah. It's, yeah. They, we, they, they've been in place for so long, people are yeah. just used to it, and, and they don't like change. Yeah. The other, the other yeah. thing yeah. I know is, is, is some of these big ones, like McDonald's and them, yeah. they've got a good budget set aside for, like, uh, lobby, lobbying. You know, so they yeah lobbyists yeah, they, yeah they, they they that influences the politics and the people in power and you know that's why you don't hear much from the government on these things <laughs> right because you know those lobbyists are working they're, that's their job right they're they're you know pushing for coal for example you know I mean you would think like well yes they're pushing coal um you know there's a lot of strong lobbying groups out there you know. NRA has a very strong lobbying group, right? Uh, that's unfortunately why all these killings continue throughout the country, right? Because there's no one who's going to come up there and say, no, we're going to stop doing this, right? Uh, it's for the right to bear arms, right? No one's going to touch that, right? Uh, regardless, and it's the sad state of affairs when basically all these killings happen every time, back to back, right? And we all sit there and say, oh, man, you know, I'm so sad. I can't believe that happened or whatever. And then we get over it, and then it happens again. And then we go through the whole same emotional thing, and it happens again. Um, so it's just, you know, you, you can't take away from people what they already have, right? Yeah. To Carlos' point, right? If you gave them something, you cannot take it away, right? It becomes difficult to take away. Yeah. Interesting. I just... I just looked up uh, lobbying and which industry spends the most on lobbying, and it's far pharmaceuticals. Okay. Oh, pharmaceuticals, okay. Yeah. Four billion dollars on lobbying. Well, then there you go, right. Barry. All the big pharma well, been lobbying for all these, all these vaccines, who's right? Who's number two? Carlos, who's number two? Do you know? Uh, hold, hold on, this says it here. Pop up the food industry. Insurance. Wow. Okay. 
insurance is number two. Okay, there you go. There you go. So yeah, I mean, they're spending billions of dollars, right? Billions of dollars. Wait, uh, you so, mean insurance as in health insurance or auto insurance or any insurance? Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't specify. I just see insurance here. I probably say health insurance. Right. Right, Barry. Well, so do you have the top five? Do you do you have the top five colors? This has just the top. Yeah. Well, right? actually, it's the top ten. Well, go ahead. Let's, well, let, uh, let, yeah. Let's, let's hear it. This is the top, top five. What's the top, top five? Top five are pharmaceuticals, insurance. Number one. Two. Uh, electronics. Why would I see that coming? Four. And, and then electric utilities, utility companies. And number five? Uh, business associations, and then oil and gas is the next one. Okay, that's number six. Yeah, mm. miscellaneous manufacturing, and then the last one is hospitals and nursing homes. Mm. Oh, wow. So no food, huh? Wow. And no guns. Yeah, it's not on the list, but I'm sure, you know, like, yeah. man, they, they got to have some kind of oh, yeah. set aside. Definitely. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It says McDonald's. Yeah. I see McDonald's spent $1.1 million on lobbying. Okay. Oh, that's not a lot, but, man. That's just one company, though, right? That's just one company. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's interesting. So, I mean, get back to the point here. Um, again, I, I, New York is, their rules in New York are strict, stricter than any other country, you know, in the union, right? Um, that's why, you know, um, it's difficult. There's not many people that come to New York, right? For example, they come to New York for a Broadway play, right? It's the holiday season, right? They're going to come to New York and go to a nice hotel, go to a nice restaurant. Um, and they can't, and they're so like, same, same example, you're from Tennessee, right? You come into New York to spend a few days for the holiday season, right? You stay, you go to a nice hotel, you stay there, yep. and then you want to go to a nice restaurant, right? Have dinner, and then you want to go to a Broadway play. Well, you know what? If you go to the play, you have to be vaccinated, right? You got to pr provide proof of vaccination, right? Yeah. And like, well, wait a minute, we don't have all that in Tennessee, right? <laughs> so now they're like, they can't go to the play, right? And hopefully the play is open because hopefully somebody on the set hadn't, hadn't, hadn't come down with COVID, right? And they canceling the show, right? Because that has happened as well. Yeah. You know? So so to the point, going back to colors again, New York rules uh, is far stricter here than any other place in the state and in, in the country. I think, it, I think it needs to be that way also. Uh, I mean, judging by what happened here, you know, 20 months ago, I, you know. Yeah. What we saw in this whole region, I don't think we anyone's want to see that again ever. Want to go back? Yeah, yeah. that's no way. Well, okay, but so look, look at what's happening now. New York is at the top of the infection rate in the yeah. whole country right now. And, so and, and that's with go all back these. And, and say, uh, were those mandates really necessary? And what what but his, his, what his, benefit do we have from it? I'm going to answer that question, Carlos. The, the answer to that is you don't see as many people dying, right? So you don't see as many deaths. I mean, to me, personally, when I saw them building those mass graves, like we have some third world country, to bury people, right? 
that was horrifying. Yeah. And that's happening here in the United States of America, right? It wasn't down in Brazil or nowhere like that, right? No. Uh, it was happening in the United States of America. They were building mass graves. They had freezer trucks outside, right? Because the yeah. fact they didn't know where to store the body, right? There's a situation where that funeral home in the Bronx or whatever like that, they just like, you know, had bodies piled up. It was like, you know, they needed help. They, they were afraid to extra help, right? Uh, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So, you know, the situation is, you know, what's the benefit? Where are we better off now than we were before? And I say, I would say, yeah, because now as many people are dying. Yeah. I mean, if you put, you know, I'm looking at it from that angle. But I mean, you know? okay, it was a different virus, right? Yeah, it's a virus. It was a yeah. stronger yeah. virus, I think. Delta, I mean, it'd be, uh, yep, you have to be dealing with Delta at that time, or Alpha, or whatever. It was the original yes. SARS-CoV-2, yeah, it right? like it's been gradually progressing towards, you know, getting just weaker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How, how do we know? Is, is that really attributed to vaccines, or is just a virus, you know, a virus is a combo, man. I think we look at it, I think... You know, the vaccines were so. This is the first thing I think, Carlos. You know, you and I talked about this also, and Barry, you probably agree with this. When, when the first of all, when the first, when the vaccines were first coming out last year uh, or earlier this year, it made it seem like the government did. Okay, you get vaccinated, you won't get COVID, right? When we all know it's it's not true right now. It. You, you get vaccinated, you lower your symptoms of getting a severe infection from it, right? But in the beginning, oh, right, yes. But in the beginning, they were like, oh, no, if you get vaccinated, you lower your chance of getting COVID itself, period. And now people are kind of looking back and pulling out those old, I guess, old receipts and saying, well, no, no, no. We got vaccinated because you said we wouldn't get it. And now you must want to get a booster in the same year also. Hey, that's why people, all these anti-booster or anti-vaccine people are not pulling those old, these old receipts now, saying, hey, well, look, no, you said this last year, last December, and look at it now. Right. Right? I, I think, so, I think politicians need to stop talking. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're just going to say what people want to hear. Yeah. You know, I, I sent I sent you that post on Instagram, Snook, yeah. a little while ago, and yeah, you yeah. saw it, right? You yeah. see, you see how after the fact they look really bad, right? Right. So, yeah, I, I think it's better that we maybe look to get our information from other sources because it's yeah. So here's a question. I, I, here's I, I a question for both of you guys. I don't trust Biden. <laughs> right, but but here's the question for all of you guys. So the question is this: This is something that's new, right? They don't have the answers, right? I'm just playing devil's advocate here, right? So do they say something or do they say nothing at all, right? Because every time you turn around, it's something new. Like, for example, they were telling us to get a booster, right? Now I'm hearing there's going to be a possible fourth yeah. booster on the way, right? There's going to be a fourth booster on the way, right? Yeah. Um, so I said fourth booster because, you know, we had two shots and then the booster, and now this is going to be number four. four. Yeah. So, you know, so my question is, do we listen to them? Or we just, you know, should they just be quiet, right? And just, as they get more information to tell, uh, tell us, okay, we're going to do a, a full booster. Well, wait a minute, you didn't really tell us why we do. So I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree 100%, because every time you turn around, you're saying something different, right? Yeah. And your credibility is going down the tube with that. 
Yeah. That's the point you guys are making. Right. Your credibility is going down the tube. But I'm playing double advocate here, and I'm saying, I'm saying, so do they not say anything at all? That's the question. They, that I have. they, got, they got to say something. I mean, if they don't say anything, that's the problem too. So. Um, so then it becomes, a win, it becomes a win. It becomes a lose lose situation, right? They can't win at all, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I'm, I'm playing double advocate because you know what? I'm I'm upset the fact that I just got a booster, and now you tell me there's another one coming on down the pipeline, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little like I'm that. a little iffy on taking another one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, right, I didn't right. even want to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't even want, even want to take my third shot of either, but I, you know. But I think, you know, Carlos, I think getting getting back to what you had asked or, or stating a couple of minutes ago, I do think it's been a combination of uh, the vaccines and helping, you know, the symptoms, symptoms are, um, are not as severe. So when you uh, were, we were to pass it on to somebody else, they're not getting severe uh, symptoms either, right? And then also herd immunity kind of playing in. You know, hopefully people are, you know, the whole mask mandate, at least earlier on in the pandemic, kind of helped. And even now, people are still wearing, the, wearing those. I think it's been a combination of a lot of different things that's kind of hopefully helping to reach this pandemic into an endemic uh, stage or state, hopefully soon, right? Not just one, not just one thing, but I think it's been a couple of different ones. Um, and you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully this thing does eventually just gonna become more of a normal seasonal kind of flu type thing, or just go away completely. Let's see. Um, I don't think there's. I, I I wouldn't bet of it going completely away. Right. I think it's just gonna be with us. Um, you know, the genie's out the box, right? Yeah. So right. I think it's gonna be with us for a while. Yeah, I mean, the flu is still around, right? right? The flu is still around. The common cold is still around. There's no cure for that. Right. 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 Um, just like, just like, unfortunately, off topic, global warming is still with us, right? Yeah, yes. Yes, and that's not going to get any better. I'm just making more proactive decisions on that. Um, yep. But I, th- I think, you know, like, in the end, right, I think what it really comes down to is, I think, the underlying things with this is that is our taking care of our own bodies, right? We as collectively as as a group, as, you know, fellow countrymen, we you know, like you said by the government won't do it because people there are some or a lot of people out there that don't like being being told what to do, right? Especially if they're paying for for it with their own money. Fine, whatever. Take your stand. But for the rest of us, you know, we, you know, like our, our niche group here, right? I think you know, we all uh, tend to eat healthier, right? We all tend to think healthier, right? Mental mental health has also been big. I think you guys have known yeah. a lot of people uh, have gotten into mental issues or uh, have mental stress during COVID, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I think that gets overlooked at times as well. It's all about like you know, like I take take care of myself, but I can help take care of others, right? I think that that's the thing kind of my word. You know, you help me, I help you, kind of thing. It's not all about me, me, me all the time. And uh, I think that's where we kind of 
need to go as a, as a society, but I, mean, I don't know. It's too much, too much divide uh, right now in, in the country and in the world. There's a lot of divide right now in the country right now, right? <laughs> the the uh, world too, man. I mean, look at look at Israel, Palestine. You know, we can go down to Colombia, Tigray, everywhere. It's just divide, pop, you know, political stuff and whatnot. And but yeah, in the states especially, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the whole Israel-Palestine type of thing. I mean, there was that's been going on for for quite a long time, right? But now, what has really superseded that situation is COVID, right? Because yeah. everybody in the whole world is dealing with COVID, right? Everyone is dealing with COVID. Yes. That that. So, um, you know, you, you not to say that those other issues aren't, aren't as important. They are important, but. This supersedes that to some degree, right? Do you, think we're, do you think we're giving COVID too much attention? Um, well, depends on at the beginning, it, needed, it got out of attention, right? Because people was dying. It got out of attention. Now, you know, what, almost two years into it, is it still being highlighted? And should it get that much attention? I don't know. I, I would say maybe yes. I mean, I, I guess it's are we are we as a society and all maybe overreacting and going to certain extremes maybe that are not necessary. So that's a good point, right? So what would you have us do? Nothing. Um, not nothing, but I mean, what do you think you know, is an extreme, though? What, what, what would you propose? What would you propose? I mean, I, I would propose something that's maybe a little more fair to everyone, and especially here in New York. Uh, right, and again, I, I, I'll say, what would you propose? I mean, which would you think would be fair across the board? Everyone could deal I, I with, right? go, go back to what was working, right? The, right. We were in a pandemic a year ago before these vaccines were available, and we were at least we were all operating. We all had jobs, right? That was working. It was just masks and testing daily, weekly, whatever it was. Why? Why change? So I'm going to say one thing. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm sort of not going to answer your question, but I'm going to highlight something. At the beginning, right, everyone, we was all, I would think everyone was working as a union, unit, right? Because we was all afraid, right? People were afraid, right? So you felt that everyone, well, we all in this together, right? Because we don't want to see our next door neighbor die of COVID, right? Because every time you turn on, on the radio, the news or whatever, it was people dying, right? So what was working was working because we felt a, a sense of unity, right? We felt like we was all in this together, right? And I think that once the vaccine started coming out, um, that and and then once that came out, that's what changed. That was a, a game changer, right? Because now it was kind of implied that we all need to get shots, right? And that's when people say, "Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, I, I don't want that," right? So there was a there was a situation in which we all felt a unit a, a unity. And then we all felt separated and we started drifting apart when the government and everyone came down and said, well, we all need to get vaccinated. That's where that tight knit unity got to come apart, in my opinion. So if you want to go back to a point in which 
things worked. I think, unfortunately, that's when things were happening pretty badly for the for the world, and that was when people was dying, especially here in New York. So we can go back to basically the time before the vaccination came out, right? Before all the shots came out. Um, and we can go back to wearing masks, right? But even keep in mind, though, people was willing to wear masks because they felt they, they were fear for their lives. So we can go back to a time of just strictly masks, get rid of the vaccine, or get rid of all the vaccines, right? And see who's going to be the last man or woman standing, right? Because there's going to be, as you know, you know for a fact, there's going to be people who are going to be totally against wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm not saying to like eliminate the vaccines. I'm just saying like, oh, okay. You know, the the vaccines are an option, and then okay. for those for those who don't choose the vaccine for whatever reason, that they can go on living as the way things were working still at a time. Maybe it wasn't as efficient. You know, maybe like you said, there were people still dying, but. I mean, people were dying for a bunch of other reasons too, right? Like, the COVID wasn't the only thing killing people, man. Yeah. It's like, obesity, obesity is killing people much, a lot. Yeah, obesity, there's just right. too much focus on COVID, and people are forgetting a lot of other issues yeah. that exist in the world. I mean, I think it's time to, like, come on, let's step, take a step back. Let's look at this problem. Is it really still a serious, urgent problem? And, you know, maybe figure out a, a better way. Because this is, uh, I think, here in New York and the U.S. And then with the federal government, it's, it's like it's a shit show right now. <laughs> I think what, uh, what Carlos was saying, that you shouldn't get punished for for either taking or not taking the vaccine right? it, should, it just should be just that it should just be an option right and if you don't take it you shouldn't lose your job over it right that's that's yeah. creating that's creating a bunch of other problems for for all these people you know it's, yeah they can't pay rent right they can't do because then it's, it's a, a cyclical yeah. effect, right? They need, then they can't buy groceries, which affects supermarkets. They, they, and then they, they fall into mental illness, health, mental depression. Exactly. You know, right? yeah. it, those kind of issues. It's just not, it was not a well thought out strategy, in my, my opinion. Right. So I, I would just say, I'll just say one more sort of counter argument to that. So when this country had to be faced with polio, right? Um, it was mandated, right, that people get the polio shot, right? What, uh, when was that, Barry, again? When was that? Polio. Uh, no, polio. when? When, when? When was it out? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have to look it up. Look it up. I don't know. I don't know exactly when. But when that came out, right, people were coming down and getting struck with illness over polio, right? Um... And that was really hard to deal with, right? Um, people were getting really sick. So when a cure came out, right? It's either you take this or you face, you know, dying, right? 1950. Um, 1950. I, th I thought it was 50-something. Yeah. Um, so what happened? 
people stood in lines and they got their they got their shots that they wanted didn't want to have to deal with that right so there wasn't much of an option right it wasn't all this debating that's going on right now right people didn't want to deal with that right so therefore they went on and conformed to the situation and got that because they didn't want to come down with polio now do you guys yeah. think think that back then in the 1950s right when the vaccine first came out for polio it was a much more yeah. straight uh normal kind of life hey you go to work come back that's it there's no twitter no social media there's no you know, different generation. right there's no different yeah, exactly generation. it's okay you they got told, told what to do and they did it there wasn't just these millennials kind of pushing back constantly and saying Oh no no! I look what I found on Twitter this morning. When I, cause I'm now I'm a, a research scientist, <laughs> you know, on Twitter, <laughs> right? Right, 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 right? I mean, it's it's kind of kind of where we are as a, as a society now. Anything right. someone might want to put out, good or bad, there's like 20 right. million people out there trying to you know hang that person, like you know, like yeah. dude, what what are you trying to argue here constantly all the time? You put that energy somewhere else. They go work for a living, or something. I I don't know. Like it's just crazy sometimes like, how much energy people have, and how much people are like are these are are keyboard warriors, you know, topping behind a behind a phone. Oh look how yeah, tough like I am! Look how smart I am! Right? You know, like dude, come on. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It, right. It's just and, and again to your point, Barry. Back then, you know, in the 1950s, people didn't have this. People were a little bit more just. I, I, I don't know, naive maybe, or, or I don't know, more willing to follow instructions or, or orders maybe in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but nowadays, you know, people that don't want to. Uh, that was before a lot of historical things happened, like the civil rights movement. Uh, you know, all these uh, wars that happened. A lot of things happened. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a different time, different generation. I think it's yeah. it's it's uh, just not an apples to apples comparison right now. Uh, it was it's not an apples to apples comparison, but yet yeah, it's a situation that's similar to to some degree um, of what we're dealing with now as a country, right? In which basically we had a virus out there that was really stricken illness to everyone, right? I think uh, we have a virus. I think they're trying the same kind of maybe tactics that worked back then, but it's just different mm. people now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, right, the, right, right. the thinking is different, right? The, the social media outlets are, are a lot more you know, in, in charge here. I can go on Google and go search something. There was no Google in, in the 50s or 60s or 70s or 80s, 90s, whatever, right? Right, right, right. There was none of that. People believe what they were told. I'm telling right. you, take a vaccine. I'm going to go do it. Point blank. Right. Here. Yeah, was, yeah, everyone got in line to go do it. Yeah. Exactly. So, yes, right. So, in here, it's not that way. People, no. and, they, and like Carlos said, they may have tried to use that same kind of, you know, tactic. And AOA, let's, you know, tell them, get a vaccine. No, because now you're going to get 30 million people out there saying, no, hell no. Show me a right. proof. So, I, I, I just want to be. I want to make sure my point is, is well taken here. Yeah. I'm not 
you know, I don't believe that. I believe people have the right, right? That's what I'm saying. People oh, yes. have the right. Yes. Now this whole mandate that's coming down that came down from the city first, and now is being applied to the private sector. I mean, that's kind of harsh, right? And I agree with you, Carlos, that that's kind of harsh. But what I'm also saying is this point. If we we take things back to what we thought was just working with the vaccines and just the masks, right, and not implying the other pressure on people and say, hey, you have the right to go make to get the vaccine or not, right? And then maybe half of New York City workers did not get the, the shot, right? They, did, they, they chose to not for whatever reason, right? And it never, this rule would never apply to private sector as well. My point or my question that I'm going to pose to you is this. When would this pandemic ever end? Do you think this pandemic will, will basically just phase out because no one's getting a shot? Because I believe, honestly, that if this, and again, I'm not, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying to you, I'm just asking a question. And my question is, will we be any closer to ending this pandemic if certain rules and wasn't, wasn't really created to help get people to force them to get these shots? Um, I'm just I'm just asking a question. Yeah, I think uh, that's debatable because, okay, what I recall was the target for New York City was to reach 70 percent, right? The vaccination rate, and we we did that. We're over seventy percent. Look look what's happening now. We're at the the all time high of. of of COVID cases, so that this thing just sliced through all the vaccines. It's just like the vaccines is not effective. So, well, right, because I I think what so there's there's a couple of things with that right. First, Mother Nature, the divine, it, it, this thing is gonna is gonna do what it's gonna do, right? No matter what, no man-made vaccine is ever gonna be effective to what's uh, created out of Mother Nature or whatnot, right? Yeah, this is totally out of our human hands. So, yes, it's kind of sliced through. And, and, and like you, well, I think what we started off with, with earlier, Carlos, was that the whole COVID fatigue, right? People are tired now, like you said, right? They're tired of wearing masks. Tired of get, getting two, three now, maybe even four shots, right? Oh, it's the holidays. I want to go out and hang out and go have some, have some beers, right? I think people are, are just kind of choosing to learn how to live with it maybe and maybe that could be the end of the pandemic is just to accept it yeah. live with it whoever dies dies and whoever survives survives it's like a what was this uh darwin's theory uh, survival of the fittest <laughs> well, well fittest goes back to that the other topic we touched on which was being in in somewhat decent health shape too right your your fitness health wise matters because what barry alluded to i've noticed i've noticed uh so the gym i go to yeah uh i think we have like about 150 members Uh and i've known only two of them have had covid yeah, that's that's good, man. That's like it's a huge, that's a huge, huge yeah, sample. Kind of does something. It's like I, I don't see COVID like uh, with all this contract contact tracing and everything. I don't see COVID spreading from gyms. Right, but now we do have seen an outbreak in the NFL and in the NBA. 
top tier athletes getting COVID with the vac- with the vaccinations. So it's slicing through, like you said, everywhere. So yeah, it's you know more contagious, but it is definitely you know making its way like, way around. And maybe this is it's a way of getting the herd immunity or getting everybody immunized, immunized, getting the antibodies. And and you could say this is kind of like a, a way that people are getting vaccinated in a way, right? They're getting the antibodies through through getting Omicron, no? In a way. Yes. Right. Yeah, I think people are just taking the chance, and they're like, "Let me, let me get it now." <laughs> <laughs> right. So, 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 in a way, Barry, you could say that you know people are getting yep. vaccinated, quote unquote, and hopefully this is a way that kind of now slowly ends or or completely declines this to a normal flu-like yearly thing. Right. Right. Hopefully, yes. Cool. Hopefully, it turns out that way, right? Yeah. Uh, because again, at the end of the day, I mean, going bringing it back, bring the conversation back to full circle. People are getting fatigued, right? People are getting tired of dealing with seeing COVID in the news every single day, right? People get tired. Like, Mark, isn't it, isn't it something else going on in the world? You know, it's well, in the beginning, COVID, yeah, was... COVID, COVID every day, right? Yeah. And in the yeah, beginning, so. Barry, remember in the beginning, uh, Carlos, you too, you know, there was a lot of news out there, both both real news and fake news, and you didn't know what, what to believe, right? Was, right. you know, was, was bringing groceries in and sanitizing them. Like, I, I remember, I remember I, I did that for a couple of months in the beginning. I brought the groceries in, wiped them down with, you know, like the boxes of cereals. Yeah, with with a box of cereal, or, you know, a box of uh, gallon of milk, and now I'm looking back. I'm like, damn, man, I should do all that crap. I'm like, yeah, whatever. What the hell? And people were buying all the toilet paper. You can find toilet paper. To- toilet no paper, wipes you, you you couldn't find, and oh wow, it's crazy, man. Like, yeah, you look yeah. back. We do. I know. Just to kind of, I guess, to wrap this up a little bit. Cause we kind of, um, I don't know, very, very. I think uh, it's uh, your, your. Now I'm running out of time. I think it's your. Bedtime now. Yeah, ten o'clock, right? You gotta go to sleep and be old. Um. <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, wrap it up. <laughs> just to wrap up, I just wanna um, like, we now removed from from April or March of twenty twenty twenty, right? It's been almost yeah. only two years and a couple of months. It's crazy how time flies. But look, look back. Like when we, you know, we were on like video calls, you know, you know, a few times doing virtual happy hours, right? Really every day. Um, we were just think about it. What we knew then, what was published then, and where we are now, vaccines now, boosters, right? Think about it. We had zero idea of what zero we were idea. of what we were getting into. Yep. Like what was gonna happen? What what do we need to do? Do we, you know? Like going to Shoprite or your local supermarket was like a like a war, because you yeah. know you, you you go out there you either see lines of people you don't have supplies there you're like yep. you want to run in and you want to run out of there, right? Yeah. You didn't know well, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, like if they stay too long in a gym, I mean, in a, in a store, what's gonna happen? You know. If I see somebody not wearing a mask, what do I do? Do I run away from them? Like all these these things that were just popping out, and like now we're you know now we're here. Like okay, wow. I mean, 
something, man. Um, parting shots, Carlos, go for it. Uh, yeah, I think I think what you just said right now would be good to it would be good to maybe look back, look, maybe go back to our older uh, uh, podcasts and listen yeah, to what we've been right. talking about at yeah. the time. See, um, now these these are now a, a time capsule. Yeah, it would be interesting <laughs> to, to revisit this maybe two or three years from now. Uh, we're definitely capturing the time. The time. The, That's what the uh, right. If you recall in the beginning, right, Carlos? Uh, I think Barry. I think I told you this also. Like, this was created to what? We was created at a time where we where, where we where, where we had time because we were all working working from home. For us, this was like wow, full time work from home jobs, and we didn't know what what was right or wrong. So we relied on each other to give us that, okay, well, what do you think? Well, what do you think, right? Bouncing off, off, off ideas. And that's kind of what helped us kind of get through, like, you know, like, like I said, virtual happy hours, setting our own, you know, uh, video chatting, calling, talking, whatever. Um, Barry, so go ahead. Take your... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got a I gotta hard stop here, but I'll just say this. You know, what we're experiencing, um, we've never experienced before in our generation, right? But, you know, it's, it's something that we're all dealing with, right? And we're all trying to figure things out, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, everyone has to make their own decision of what they want to do, right? Um, and by making those decisions, all I'm saying is, don't let your decision impact myself. It's, it's going to impact me or my kids, right? I don't want a decision that you make to now have a negative impact upon me or my family. So that's the last that's the one takeaway that I want you to do. Right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, a good one.